about 10 years ago, I started reading this book called The Love That Keeps Us Sane, called Living the Little Way of St. Teresa of Lisieux. And it was always very interesting because um, the, the priest, uh, it says Mark Foley, OCD. So it's always interesting when we talk about the love that keeps us sane, and the initials behind his name are OCD. You're kind of thinking like, what could somebody with OCD teach me about being sane, right? Um, but actually, that stands for Discalus Carmelites, um, so those who are Discalus. And he writes about St. Therese, and I think um, she has some amazing insights that she can teach us, especially as we, we journey through our own uh, pilgrimage to heaven. St. Therese, she often said that the world is thy ship, not thy home. And that's a beautiful thing for us uh, because we get to come to know that no matter what happens here on earth, this is not the last say. And if we give our lives over to Jesus and we pray for that renewal and transformation of mind as we're called to do in Romans 12, chapter 2, that this world is so fleeting and there's a deeper hope for us. One thing that Father Mark Foley writes about St. Therese is the soul. And I love images. It helps me pray more. And this is what he writes um, in relation to uh, keeping secrets. Because sometimes uh, we have, our, our, our souls are like a garden. And this is what he says in this particular chapter in light of the teaching of St. Therese. He says that the soul may be likened to a beautiful garden that contains delicate and precious flowers. In order to protect the flowers, we need to be selective about whom we invite into our garden. In our discernment, two extremes should be avoided. And that's like very much what our culture does. We like to go to extremes and not live in balance. So the first extreme is lack of discrimination concerning with whom we share our life. Sometimes out of our brokenness, out of our neediness, we share way too much with people. He says it is like not having a wall around our garden. Anyone can just walk right through it at will. It is like casting pearl before, pearls before swine. We know that swine are not evil. Uh, they are simply ignorant of the worth of the pearls. They trample on them unaware. And the reason why we have lowered our walls down so much is because we have this deep desire to first of all be accepted and be understood. And we can, in that process expose ourselves to being stepped on. So just ask yourself, how often have you been hurt by an unthinking comment upon our lives that follows upon self-disclosure? An example of this danger is like the afternoon talk show, says Father Mark. When we, when we ex make an expose of our intimate life, we vulgarize it in our own ears. When we take or make a tabloid out of our intimate and personal secrets, can we ever behold them as precious again? And that's very much what we see with the amount of people who spend too much time on social media and they expose too much of themselves. Their walls are too low. But the other extreme is to have a wall so high that completely encircles the garden and it's so high that nothing gets in not even sunlight. Because of lack of human warmth and connectedness, our flowers in the garden wither in the darkness of loneliness. And we shiver with the cold fear and anxiety of isolation. As our defensive walls grow, 
They press upon us. Fear begins to suffocate us. It strangles and backs our lives into a corner. And as our life shrinks, the world becomes filled with menacing monsters. Our souls become saturated with vague apprehensiveness, which is anxiety. And that's so important for you and I to know to have healthy boundaries so no matter what we're going through, we're growing in intimacy with Jesus, which is something that Therese was very, very good at teaching people. So in life, you are going to have things happening to you and things you do for others, and you have to discern, who do I share this with? Primarily, we should be sharing that with Jesus. And you'll do sacrifices for certain people, and you're never going to tell anyone. And that's how you grow on intimacy with Jesus. You hold it secret, and they'll know that you did it in heaven. We said in our responsorial psalm, for the glory of your name, O Lord, deliver us. So at every sacrifice you and I do, we do it for the glory of God, not for ourselves. And when we come to know that the Lord calls us to himself in intimate ways, we should be discerning, do I share this with somebody or do I not? Do I share this with somebody or do I not? And if I'm feeling this deep, deep need to always share people with what I'm doing, it shows how incredibly broken I am and my walls are too low. But if I don't share anything with anybody, that means my walls are too high and most likely the Lord wants to take things down brick by brick by brick to show you what healthy boundaries look like. In our first reading today, we hear from the prophet Baruch. And hopefully we come to know that prophets are meant to afflict the comfortable, but also to, afflict, or to comfort the afflicted. The prophet Baruch and the prophets of the past few days have been doing that because we, if we know our Old Testament theology, we know that in the northern kingdom that separated from the southern kingdom, they didn't have a temple. They didn't have a place to worship. So that everything was disordered. And the Lord comes to order and reorder your life and my life by proper worship, by putting things in their proper perspective. And in the, in the beautiful words, if you have time to look back at this reading today, I highly encourage you to do so because it's a lament on the, pro, on the, on the behalf of the prophet Baruch. And you and I should lament for those times we've, we've lowered our walls and our gardens too much, but also for times we just put walls up. Baruch says, For we did not heed the voice of the Lord our God in all the words of the prophets whom he sent us, but each of us went off after the devices of his own wicked heart, served other gods, and did evil in the sight of the Lord our God. So God sees everything that you and I do. And one thing that Therese teaches us, if you want to take one thing out of this homily, I'd really encourage you to do, it is this. She says that nothing is more offensive to God than being disobedient to the present moment. Nothing is more offensive to God than being disobedient to the present moment. Obedience. Why is it so offensive to God? Because the only place that you and I can be with Jesus, the God of the universe who loves you, who loves you, who loves you so much, who purchased death on the cross, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Every time you escape the present moment, you can't be with love. You fall out of love. And in those moments, because we turn to things that are not God, what happens is the walls either fall down out of our neediness, we don't turn to him, or we put our walls up even higher 
because of the pressures of the world, we turn to things that are not him. You and I are in need of constant renewal of our minds. And St. Therese teaches us how to do that. So if your soul is a garden, how is it doing? Have you let too many people in? Or are you blocking everybody completely out? And are you discerning who do you let in? And if you want to grow in intimacy with Jesus, which we all hopefully ought to want to do, it might be a time to start making little sacrifices with great love, doing little things with great love, but keeping it between you and Jesus. But if the Holy Spirit does prompt you to share that, it's important that you be obedient to the prompting and you discern it. Do you really want me to share how much I've been sacrificing for this person? The, the need for obedience in little ways will help us be obedient in greater ways. And the little way of St. Therese is so practical to do little things with great love for the salvation of souls. St. Therese often talks about picking up little pins off the ground and showing it to Jesus and saying, I offer this up, this little act of love with the greatest amount of love for the salvation of souls. And she also prayed for priests. So we take a moment of silence to ask St. Therese to pray for us, to adopt us, to adopt everybody in our community so that we can have healthier boundaries to remain sane in this world that seems to be going insane at times. We pray for the grace to know who, who to share our lives with and who not to. St. Therese, pray for us.